Welcome back to Overdue. I'm Mrs. Watts, your Annex librarian. And I'm Coach Hill, your main building librarian. In today's episode, we get all lovey-dovey. is airing the week of valentine's day and you know obviously to anyone who's listening your intro caught me off guard lovey dovey (laughs) that was funny um so we read some romance novels we did mine was ya and that's ya it felt ya it probably isn't isn't i don't know i just didn't think it was it it felt like it okay um they're definitely it, it kind of falls in the middle. Okay. Um, but I had People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. And basically it focuses on two characters who, uh, um, Poppy and Alex. And Poppy lives in New York. She writes for a travel magazine. Alex is a teacher at their small hometown in Ohio. And um, they met by happenstance. They were both looking for a cab home from college and just happened to share one since they live um, in the same hometown. And just the banter back and forth in the car ride was an instant friendship. Um, but they only really see each other once a year. They go on a week-long vacation since they live in different areas. And so that's kind of um, the foundation of their relationship, I guess. And so they've been friends for years. They brought uh, their romantic partners on this trip with them. There's, it's always just been a, a friendship. Um, and so we kind of enter with Poppy, who... It, they haven't gone on a trip in a year. They had a falling out, and um, she's just missing him, basically realizing that she misses the happiness and the fun and um, gets him back on a trip, and we, we see if they are going to have a romantic relationship. Um, but really the fun in this was the banter back and forth, the, their relationship and the places they go. It, it was just a, a fun read. Um, so it wasn't heavy. It was not heavy. Okay. No, I think, honestly, Polly was a kind of a difficult character to like at first. Um, just very privileged, very, like, not someone I could relate to. Okay. And, um, but I would say after you get past the first few chapters, it, you kind of buy in. Cool. Yeah. I would recommend it. I think you would have fun with it. So I do want to read uh, – that author wrote uh, Beach Read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have that one down in the library. Actually, I just bought this one too. But mm-hmm. um, I, Beach Read has been on my radar. I don't know when or if I'll get to it. But right. sometimes I walk in and I see it there. And yeah. Just I can me. definitely see why it's a bestseller. Cool. It was a really good book. Cool. Yeah. Tell me about yours. I read uh, The Little Paris Bookshop by Nina George. My mom sent this to me. Uh, it was recommended to her. And then she sent it to me. This is about um, a bookseller named Jean Perdue uh, in Paris, of course. Um, and Monsieur Perdue uh, used to be in love uh, with this woman. Um, and she didn't live full time in Paris. She lived out in the country where she had a husband. Um, and, and Jean Perdue knew about him. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just the dynamic um, it, it wasn't necessarily what he preferred, but uh, this woman was uh, so much to him that that it was okay. Right. Um, you find out that uh, one night or one morning when he woke up that she was gone. And uh, unexpectedly and with 
no uh, yeah. announcement or anything, mm-hmm. no warning. Um, and that she had sent him a letter. And for 20 some years, he didn't, he didn't open the letter. Um, and so some events play out um, and he ends up opening the letter. Um, and because of what's in the letter, he uh, essentially takes his bookshop, which is a barge, and he unhooks and he starts heading down the river. Um, and there's other things, there's other characters in this book that, mm-hmm. that are there along this journey. Um, and Monsieur Perdue and all of the other characters uh, are working through some sort of grief. Um, they're having a good time along the way, but they're discovering themselves and each other or rediscovering maybe is a better word. Uh, for me, as as on a personal level, this book was about um, the way the way that I interpreted it was about uh, making sure that um, you're not dead while you're still alive. Wow! Um, and also making sure that when you do die, that you're still alive. Wow! Um, it wasn't overly heavy. I feel like I'm making it sound like this super intense read. Uh, there were parts of it that were. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were parts of it that were fun and there were parts of it that were charming and, and, and there were a parts of it that were just very reflective. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like when I was reading it, that there was this, every time I would pick it back up to start reading that there was this like song that was playing in my head, like in the background while I was reading. Oh, cool. And I don't like, I know that that song was there. And even right now while I'm talking about it, I can hear that song, but I could not describe that song to you. I couldn't even tell you what instruments are being used to play that song. But when I was reading this book the whole time, there was just a song playing. That is cool. Um, and so it is a romance because mm-hmm. um, there is there while while Jean Perdue is uh, working through this with with the woman that left him twenty some years ago, um, there is another woman involved, and it's you know the book transitions at some point, right? Um, and it's it was a good read. It sounds it was like a good it. read. I like the. Um I don't know how to describe it. Just having something different, like it's realistic, it's romance. But yes, just this it was different. different. It was it was very element unique. Yes, like even even down to like the floating bookshop. I feel like that's very creative and almost fan- fantastical. Yeah, but it's not right. It's very much like I said, realistic. So I yeah, that is intriguing to me. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good, and and like a lot of books recently, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I just need to finish this. Yeah. Where, where is this going? Yeah, what's going to happen? Sure. Um, and so it was a it was a worthwhile read. Well, good. Thanks, sure. mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, the books that we've picked out uh, mm-hmm. for our next episode. Uh, but before that, we will listen to a book preview from White House High School student Layla Allen. This is an excerpt from The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. I find myself standing in a clump of 16s from the scene. We all exchange tears and odds, then focus our attention on the temporary stage that is set up before the Justice Building. It holds three chairs, a podium, and two large glass balls, one for the boys and one for the girls. I stare at the paper slips in the girls' ball. Twenty of them have Katniss Everdeen written on them in careful handwriting. Two of the three chairs fill with Mage's father, Mayor Undersay, who's a tall, balding man, and Effie Trinket, District 12's escort, fresh from the Capitol with her scary white grin, pinkish hair, and spring green suit. They murmur to each other and look with concern at the empty seat. 
Just as the town clock strikes two, the mayor steps up to the podium and begins to read. It's the same story every year. He tells of the history of Panem, the country that rose up out of the ashes of a place that was once called North America. He lists the disasters, the droughts, the storms, the fires, the enroaching seas that swallowed up much of the land, the brutal war with little sustenance remained. The result was Panem, a shining capital ringed by 13 districts, which brought peace and prosperity to its citizens. Then came the dark days, the uprising of the districts against the capital. Twelve were defeated, the 13th obliterated. The Treaty of Treason gave us the new laws to guarantee peace, and as our yearly reminder that the dark days must never be repeated, it gave us the Hunger Games. The rules of the Hunger Games are simple. In punishment for the uprising, each of the 12 districts must provide one girl and one boy, called tributes, to participate. The 24 tributes will be imprisoned in vast outdoor arena that could hold anything from burning desert to a frozen wasteland. Over a period of several weeks, the competitors must fight to the death. The last tribute standing wins. Taking the kids from our districts, forcing them to kill one another while we watch. This is the capital's way of reminding us how totally we are at their mercy. How little chance we would stand of surviving another rebellion. Whatever words they use, the real message is clear. Look how we take your children and sacrifice them, and there's nothing you can do. If you lift a finger, we will destroy every last one of you, just as we did in District 13. To make it humiliating as well torturous, the capital requires us to treat the Hunger Games as a festivity, a sporting event pitting every district against the others. The last tribute alive receives a life of ease back home, and their district will be showered with prizes, largely consisting of food. All year, the capital will show the winning district gifts of grain and oil, and even delicates like sugar, while the rest of us battle starvation. Okay, so we'll finish up with what we're going to read next. So I'm reading Alatsaway by Darcy Little Badger. It is a VSBA finalist this year. I've read a couple of those that I've talked about here on the podcast. Um, and I've, I'm just about 30 pages in. Um, so here's what I know so far. I know that there's a girl named Ellie. Uh, she's an Apache girl. And uh, she is a ghost trainer. Oh. Um, and so that's not like a it's, – it's a, it's a skill. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, she has a dog who passed away, but the dog is still around in ghost form, for lack of a better phrase, um, cool. and can hear her and listen. You know, like it's 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 not a scary thing, right? Um, it's a skill. I've wondered just based on the cover. I can't figure out what the cover means. Yeah, and so it's making more sense already. And so um, the dog was acting weird and then i guess the dog had only done that before when something bad was happening Mm -hmm. and so it turns out that ellie's uh cousin was in a car accident um and passed away and that's why the dog was being a little bit skittish or or however it was acting um however along with this kind of skill she has um so i guess you can do it with people too but like you're you don't like it's forbidden for a number of reasons but uh, that night, uh, her cousin came to her in her dream um, and in that short time told her that he had been murdered by this guy who lives in this town. Don't let him hurt my family. 
Um, and that's where I'm at. And so she told her dad about it. And because of their, uh, I, I don't know the right word, heritage beliefs. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, the dad essentially said, I believe you. Um, and they're getting ready to go to that town, that area of the country in Texas. Uh, and that's where I'm at. Wow. Yeah. You can't tell by listening, but my jaw literally <laughs> dropped when you were talking about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, I literally just picked mine up today. I was kind of perusing the shelves and this is one that I've had out, um, that we recently purchased. It is in the same boat by Holly green. And honestly, I just picked it because I don't read a lot of adventure, like realistic fiction. It's just not something I go to. Um, and so this is a 256 mile canoe race. So I'm sure it's going to be packed with That's cool. just everything you would face, you know, along, yeah. along that, that That's type cool. of excursion. So I'm anticipating just like obviously difficulty and it's cover has a boy and a girl. So maybe like just some kind of. Uh, friendship, romance, I don't know. We'll see, but I am excited to try something. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Kind of the opposite, not the opposite, but very different from just what different. we just came yeah. from. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yes, but it's time for us to check out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at BDP underscore library. Check out our YouTube channel, BDP Library, for book talks and vlogs and shares with a friend. Don't forget to check back with us every other Wednesday for the next episode of Overdue. Make time to read. Thanks for listening.